It is the last day of the month. We are at the end of August. Mano sui fo kiora. So Mano and Evie here. We're doing the tahi this 31st of August. Uh, how do you feel about the month, Evie? I actually didn't realize it was the end of the month today. I thought it was like the 20th or something. We have shot through. This has gone really fast this month. I've been really confused because this is one of those months where like the the weekends, like the first dates of the month. And then the next week, I don't know, I just like, it, for the next two weeks, my plans have been real shaky because people say the 8th and I'm like assuming that's like next Saturday, but mm. apparently it's like next Friday, I think. Yeah, well, it's not something. Saturday. Uh, I'm all over the place. Yeah, uh, it's a bit. You. I'm a bit of a wreck. I like when a month starts on the 1st, uh, uh, when it starts on like a Sunday. I like it when it starts on a Monday, it feels really satisfying. Yeah, and it's like first day, Monday, second of the month is a Tuesday and so on and so forth. Yeah. So on and so forth. It just feels good, man. This is like basically our Friday. I'm looking forward to it. We got a big show for you on the agenda today. Uh, later on in the show, we got Who Shot Scott joining us. Um, we've got our brand new team member, Evie. Why Marirangi? She's going to join us on the show later. We're going to grill her, get a bit of an introduction from we're her. Gonna grill her? No, we're not. We're going to be really I was gonna say, gonna... We told her we weren't going to do that. I know. I just think it's funny to say. We're going to interrogate her. We're going to haze her. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're not. Um, we're not. We're not. We're just going to, you know, we're going to get to know a bit about her. Evie, Evie, Evie I, well, yeah, we know a bit about her, but it's more for you. All right? So you can get to know this new member of our team who's going to be joining us on the show. Um, we've got some political news, right? Always. There's always political news. It is an election year. You it can't avoid it. It is year. what it is. All right. Um, as well as uh, all the celebrity goss, maybe not so much Scooter Braun this week. Maybe. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, got some haters on that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I made a joke that. actually on Tuesday about um, if Taylor Swift went, went against the BTS army, it could be the end of the world. And in saying that, accidentally have both of them going off at me in the comments. So that's my own fault, but keep them coming, baby. We all make mistakes. Right? I mean, I love it. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, just throwing it out there. Maybe you shouldn't be a toxic supporter of a celebrity who doesn't know your name and seeing people mean messages on the internet I'm a keep being a toxic fan of BTS I love them <laughs> they're, all, they're my seven boyfriends <laughs> um, there's a pretty special event coming up this weekend Evie's got the details uh, September 2nd Toy Tangata so 5am and uh, ourselves Tahi are presenting Toy Tangata which is a night in Waiata and a celebration of Aotearoa made music and it's a big fan this Saturday the 2nd of September which uh, I thought the 2nd of September was next weekend but it's this weekend See? Um, it's going to be really cool. There's a lot of different people uh, performing. Big line. I've got Jackson Owens, uh, Chase Woods, Yaya, Amila. Um, tickets are expected to sell quickly. Actually, they might. They might even be sold out. No, nah, they're not. There's some nah, left. There's going to be some left, all right? That's why we're telling you to, telling you about it now. And you should definitely quickly run out. Hit the streets. Get yourself some tickets. Also, it's just a great night. It's a great way to um, support local music exactly. and support, like, Contemporary Waitareo Māori, you know? Speaking of live uh, live shows, we have a brand new segment that we have been sitting on since maybe June. Yeah, maybe. We're floating around on it. Should I sing us an intro? Sing us an intro. Give us an intro. Fishbowl. Fishbowl. We never came up with an idea for the name. We were just like, well, there's going to be a fishbowl. And I'm going to be honest with you, this is not a fishbowl. This is a jar that I used to keep my tea in. Oh, nice. Yeah. But, explain um, us Explain us the rules of this game. So, basically, Tahi uh, loving and supporting our local music, we have decided to launch this brand new segment, Fishbowl, named after the bowl that is currently a tea jar. Inside of this bowl is a list of gigs for the entire month, from September 1st right on through until 31st, if there's 31 days in the month. There is a gig up and down the country... We're planning that if we can't get out there, we'll send somebody else out there. But the goal is for us to go to these gigs. Um, all of these are local gigs. They are of a variety of genres. We don't know what we're going to get. It may not be something we're usually interested in, but it's out of love for our local acts. Um, I am nervous and excited. I hope you get like a metal emo gig. 
I mean, that would be. I'd love ideal. to see you out there with my friends. See what. Because <laughs> well, Shepherd's Rain's on this weekend, and I like if I get that, I'm gonna be very happy. I about love Shepherd's that. Rain. The idea being too that once we select one of these groups, uh, we will go on to uh, write a little review or something like that, and just celebrate the local acts that we have performing live here in Aotearoa, um, and really make an effort to support them as best as we possibly can. So. Once we pull a name out of here, we will go to that gig, and after that gig, we'll have reviews for you at the end of the month. Um, TikToks, a little write-up, something like that. We should let you know how cool it was. Yeah. And I'm hoping that I find some new music. Yeah. Find some new artists that I didn't know about, or maybe like get into some genres that I'm not really into at this current moment. At this current Anything moment. Anything could happen. New metal. Maybe new that's metal. what's next for me. Maybe you know what I mean? So. I'd love it if you became a new metal guy. I don't. I don't even know what new metal is, but you like do. I'm excited for it. You do, you know. So um, we're gonna get into it. I think I'm quite happy with this. So who wants? Who's got? I'll, I'll go first. I'll, you go first. Bum, 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 bum. Keita. 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 I actually really like Keita. She's a Wellington artist. I think so. I've only seen I've seen Keita before in Auckland. Mm. It's a really cool show. It was real like vibey, very like. Ooh, the lights mm. were down. It was cool. Okay, yay. Lucky me. Right. I'm excited. All right, let's have a... Let's have a little rummage in there. Have a little go. If it's rain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to a show right <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. What's it say? Uh, Ray Leslie. Ray Futura? Am I saying that right? Ray Futura? Have you heard of Ray Leslie? It's all right. Yeah, it's okay. I like Ray, the name. Ray Leslie. Uh, I actually, I, I, I wanted to interview her years ago, but she, um, uh, she performed with YSO, Young and Slipped on Sam V oh. in their group um, years ago, like a YSO, like maybe two, three years ago. Um, she's a young musician based in Auckland. Um, I, I missed her live set at the YSO gig too, actually. So this is kind of nice well, to, be able go. to go and see that. Full um, circle. Shout out Ray Leslie. Uh, big raw something. I forget. I forget what her Instagram name is, but it's kind of gangster. Um, but there we go. Keita, cool. um, Ray Leslie. Uh, Evie and I will be going along to these gigs. We'll let you know what we think and the only thing positive things. We're looking forward to celebrating more of this local music. So we'll do these once a month. Fishbowl. Fish I forgot bowl. the song that I just made up. Fishbowl. Whether or not you like politics, you might not. You might love them. You might be infatuated with political news. Uh, it is an election year. We are less than two months, I think, yeah. away from election less day. Less than two months. Um, Month this is a big bit, election. Maybe. Obviously, first election since COVID ended. <laughs> ended. Ended. Yeah. Um, this is a big election. Obviously, your vote is very important. Uh, but maybe you're like most of us, and you turn the news on, and there's just politics, 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 and there's just so much news flying at you, and you're just kind of like, I don't, I don't quite. I need, I need to back off of this. This is overwhelming. This is overstimulating. This is walking through the chemist, right? Mm. You just need a single place where you, when you get a quiet moment, you can sit down and you can just take a moment to look at what each political party is up to. Well, we have great news. Radio New Zealand um, have created an incredible document, an incredible webpage, where you can actually find a list of policies for every key subject, as well as which political party is pushing it and what they are promising in particular. Um, it is a great resource. It's updated consistently um, with the only exception that if stuff is maybe too minor, they won't make mention of it, but they are attempting to keep this as up-to-date as possible. They've put in a lot of legwork on this. It is a great place. Basically, you want to know what party's promising what on what subjects, this is the place to go, the party policy page. We will have a link to us in our Instagram bio, um, but there's some pretty big stuff on the agenda this year, right? Yeah, I mean, every election is pretty on the agenda. <laughs> I mean, it's like, can we, I'm, I just, yeah. I find it all really overwhelming as well. Yeah. Like, so I've really enjoyed using this little page because it's just very direct. It's like, oh, yeah. this party yeah. will do this for housing. So speaking of, I thought I'd give you a bit of a rundown on what the different parties are saying about housing in particular, um, which is a big issue for mm. us youngins in the world. Especially those in Wellington. Oh, yeah, nah. 
Uh, if you like uh, drone base, if you are cold, if you are in Wellington, you're going to love these housing policies. Yeah. Uh, Labour is yet to announce their housing policies, so keep your ears peeled for that. But the National Party uh, has a few different ideas, one of which is allowing under-30s to use their KiwiSaver, which is their retirement, uh, to pay for rental bonds, so the bond that you pay when you join a flat. Um, they would change the Overseas Investment Act and income tax to encourage build-to-rent developments um, and they'll bring back no-cause terminations for renters. Uh, if you are a homeowner, um, they are, they would allow councils to opt out of the medium density law. So you wouldn't have to have medium density housing in your area. But for renters, yeah, a lot of interesting stuff there. Um, letting overseas investment, investment back into our housing market. So that would be what they're up to. Act up to some other stuff as well. They would share half of GST revenue with councils that build new housing. They would implement a building material equivalence register. I don't 100% know, I know what, what that, that means. Is, but they've, they've promised it. But is, there is a link there, which I didn't click, but I don't understand what that means. If you and want they, to learn, if you, did, if you were like, what is that? I want to know more. There is a link. There you go. Um, but their key thing is they would replace existing building regulations with compulsory 30-year building insurance. So that would change things up a bit for homeowners. Not mm. a lot on there for renters, though. Uh, green, there's a lot for green and housing. A lot. A lot of announcements already. Um, they would limit rent increases to 3% and link new tenancies to previous tenancies. Um, create, they would also create rental warrants of fitness, scale up kind of order and Māori-led housing projects, expand on shared equ- equity, and um, have progressive home ownership and low-interest government loan schemes. They would also build uh, 35,000 new warm, affordable homes over the next five years. So very different, uh, as you can imagine, mm. between Action Green, am I right? Uh, te Pāti Māori would build 2,000 houses on ancestral lands within two years and ensure that 50% of new social housing is allocated to Māori. They would also curb immigration until housing meets demand, end freehold land sales to foreigners and apply uh, Overseas Investment Act to residential housing purchases, um, which is quite a big change mm. from what we currently have. Um, their housing policy directly impacts their immigration policy. That's a really interesting aspect of it for me and I would uh, if you were interested in that I would really consider going and have a big read up on that because it is really interesting but those are sort of your key players um, most of us don't own a house so there you go there you go there you go do with that information as you will maybe it helps you shape your vote maybe it's just you wanting to keep your Finger on the pulse of everything politics, whatever it may be. This is easily digestible information at your pace. Head over to the RNZ Party Policy page to keep up to date. Again, we have a link to it in our bio on Instagram. Uh, Also rolling out over the next couple of weeks, we're going to have a few little infographics and things like that regarding elections, just to help put things in language that you can understand and stuff that is actually important to you. Keep an eye out to our social medias. Give us a like, give us a follow, stay up to date with everything that Tahi and election 2023. Do we want to give the elections like a cool name? Is this only like... Election selection? Status selector 2023? There you go. Boom. Joining me on the show today, our illustrious guest, Who Shot Scott? What's up? What's up? Thanks so much for having me. How often do people ask Who Shot Scott? Does it like come up in ev- inter- every interview? I know. Yeah, I'm so happy that you're saying. No, but you, I'm I was so going to. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, Bro. I was like, that's a hilarious question. But I was like, how many times is? Well, actually, that? no. It's 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 one of two questions. It's either that or it's what does the name mean? Mm. And I'm always just like, I've never told, I haven't actually told anyone what the name means, and I've sort of just always left it just like I've always left it up to interpretation or I'll just flip it on them like what do you think the name means I don't like putting artists in a box yeah because I think it's it's unfair to say that you can only do one thing you do a really good job at doing multiple things you sort of blend hip-hop with uh sort of what would you say is it a punk is it a rock aesthetic yeah it's a good it's a it's interesting eh? because it's often like I I don't realize this because I'm making music and I'm not thinking about any of this stuff I'm sort of Mm. 
staying as instinct again instinctual and almost like primitive as possible in the mm-hmm. process so i'm not ever like i'm referencing things but i feel like i'm referencing in a very sort of subconscious way so like what's happening in my if if i were to sort of try to put it in a box or, or, or put a name to it is i think i'm just like i love nostalgia and the things i listened to when i was growing up was like a lot of like hip-hop and a lot of you know like alternative sort of punk mm-hmm. and so when i am making music and i'm following these instincts of excitement i'm like oh man I made, you know, I played this on the bass guitar. Oh, that, why does that feel good? Probably because it reminds me of the Red Hot Chili Peppers or because of Rage mm-hmm. Against the Machine or something. And then if I, like, do a rap, and, like, when I was growing up, like, I really loved, like, 50 Cent, you know what I mean? Maybe I, I found a maybe I found a pocket or something that reminds me of 50 Cent, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden I have a song that has, like, a Rage Against the Machine bass line, but also I'm rapping in a 50 Cent way. And for me, I'm like, oh, yeah, these are all things I really like, and I'm not questioning why I like them, but, yeah, I think a lot of it is just, like, this childhood sort of, um, yeah, nostalgia and, and and tapping into something that's like really deep within me that I don't actually I can't I can't probably identify it, but mm. it's something. Yeah. How long do you think it took you as an artist to really find and develop your sound? Mm. Like stepping away from that uh, emulation and that celebration of artists before you that you were inspired by. How mm. long do you think it took for you to say this is me? This is the sound I make. Honestly, it's an. It's, I'm still doing it now. Like it's a never-ending. I don't think I have it. Like I don't think I ever. I don't think it's like a. Like if it's it's not like a top of a hill that I've climbed or anything. It's genuinely just consistently just, sort of moving forward into. Um, I I believe that the way you get to the thing that you're describing is to not look at the outside world too much and just sort of just keep trying to be inspired by an inward voice within you that you that's like very intuitive again. Mm. So. I mean, along the way, I guess I just sort of maybe I started off out there just sort of looking out into the world, trying to gather information. But um, it seems at least that the closer I'm get, like people may describe my sound as having found a sound or something like that. But for me, the way I relate to it is I've just been slowly getting closer and closer to my core programming and, and what it is that really moves me on, a, on like a gut level. Mm. Um, so, yes, yeah, so in, in a weird way of not answering the question, it's like. Yeah, just be yourself, <laughs> you know, like, or just no, I, f- find I, your core, find yeah. your core. Yeah. I, uh, I, 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 it's something that you keep bringing up and it's a thing that I think is, is, is a really special thing for you as an artist to have is that instinctual. Yeah. Um, I think that's a really healthy way at looking at creating music. Um, oh yeah. Um, and it's definitely apparent in your music. I mean, it's, it's very creative. It's very, it's creative in that way where it just can't be replicated. It's mm-hmm. very, like you said, like just intuitive for you right um and it makes it so personal to you absolutely and this is a question that might be a bit personal and if you don't feel comfortable answering it that's fine but i'm curious because you yourself your heritage your family is arabic yeah i know that as a tangatamoana like as basfika um the music industry here in new zealand is diverse but it's not that diverse Mm. right it's like we have white folk and then we have islanders and maori and that's like the not to say that's the only people making music but they are the the majorities right yeah what has been your experience as uh arab yeah is that the yeah yeah, yeah, as an arab in the music scene here in aotearoa yeah it's it's interesting man it's like i think that we've come a long way in terms of uh, again like just within those groups i think the third group there is like African Kiwis, you know, Arab Kiwis, Asian Kiwis, like we've Mm. sort of, I feel like we all, in a way, at least for the last 10 years, are a group ourselves, immigrant, if you want to call it, immigrant Mm. Kiwis. Um, But I think we've just come a, we've come a long way in the last 10 years, which I feel is very much in relation to really great artists like, you know, Reza Biza and Jess B and, um, like you know they did black city as well and like you know it's it's just it was it was a lot harder in the past i think as an immigrant in this country to like sort of be accepted and i think a lot of it as well early on like well not early on back when i was in school like i remember very much like because we would be you know like i would be inspired by like american artists and stuff like that and so maybe my sound sounded a bit american or whatever people used to like not accept that oh this is not authentic but it's like well when i I don't relate to like at the time, at least for for a reason. Like I couldn't really relate to Kiwi hip hop artists mm. as much, even though I love them and I have so much respect for like the you know New Zealand golden era of hip hop now, especially. Um, 
you know, I think we like emulated sounds that weren't necessarily like, you know, very American sounding mm. or whatever. So n- not super embraced, whereas now it feels like we're getting into that sort of second generation or just been or been in New Zealand for a bit longer. And um, I feel like we are Kiwis, you know what I mean? And and, and our our take on the world is very much or, the, or like our experiences in New Zealand growing up here and potentially the duality of, you know, having a home life that's very, you know, uh, ethnic and like traditional, but then being in like a kiwi school system and you know it's very different like i think that um that story of that contrast and juxtaposition is a beautiful thing to tell and um more people are now potentially more interested in hearing that story too mm. it just took some time but it's a beautiful thing i'm i'm i feel like all of the there's so many great immigrant artists in new zealand right now that are you know you look like you know chai as well she's yeah she's yeah. Uh, persian yeah i believe uh, I think so. I believe yeah. she's Persian. Yeah. Um, Juju Lips, who we had come in. She's incredible. Week. Juju Lips um, is, yeah, she's fire, fire. And brings, and, and, and that's the beauty of what I think, I think like, and you mentioned it there, is like the early days of hip hop in New Zealand was very American, of course. Yeah. I mean, even look at Day Hummel's earlier stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Right, it's very clearly yeah. like American. You know, <laughs> what a like, banger though. Straight up, oh, shout out. To, yeah. Bro, straight up, that era of New Zealand hip hop is just insane. My favorite was always David Dallas though. Like David yeah. Dallas is like... Still oh, yeah. the goat goat to me. David Ellis and PNC to me with some of the yeah. greatest lyricists of our generation, eh? Yeah. And like, I think there's that, like, we're all going to, I think it's only now that New Zealand hip hop is really finding its sound. Mm. Um, and even that short drill era that came out of Australia sort of shaped a few things, but we're coming back to the center. And I think we need to hear more stories from yeah. uh, everyone else. Cause like, I, I mean, like, I only know one story, and that's as a PI, mm. you know? Um, and music is storytelling. And I yeah. think hearing more of your, uh, of, different communities and ethnicity stories is like it's the beauty of music right? no, 100% like, um, and it's interesting how you know it's like that's not to say that you know um, you know Afro Kiwi or Arab Kiwi or Asian Kiwi need to write a song about this was my experience being you know an Arab in a school system here in New Zealand and this and that it's not it's not actually about that at all just mm. tell life stories so just, yeah. just talk about even if it's about a breakup your view on a breakup maybe just that little bit different it's just you're like you don't need to manufacture being um you know what you are your essence is your essence and it's like often um you know people as artists there's like this sort of real big importance on being authentic and 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 sincere with with what you're expressing but like by trying to be sincere you're actually straying for it's counterintuitive you're like kind of straying for just like create the music that you want to create intuitively and your stories will come out you don't need to manufacture you know yeah 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 i think that that's important as well yeah authenticity yeah. man absolutely it's so it's uh, it's crucial yeah uh, to, if anything to creating that that bond between the listener and the creator and um 100 speaking of creators we like m- we've well chipped into this interview and i still haven't brought up your latest single oh yeah <laughs> i hear them like, like, <laughs> it's just too, probably... the, the banter's too good yeah, the banter's too good man <laughs> i feel like we need to touch on it of course it, it's a must i hear them laughing uh the single is out now the visual is out now connor pritchard who you've worked with a lot yeah the visuals are sick dude as Bro, shout usual. out to connor man he's 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 uh, i'm in love working with that guy we've yeah been working exclusively with each other mm. it's our 16th video together now 16 yeah and it's only been like i've only been releasing music for two and a half years so that's a, that's a that lot is of, crazy that's dude. a lot of videos man <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's a lot of videos nah man this one is um uh, particularly special bro and um Thanks, i was man. i was reading some of the press stuff for it um, I hear them laughing was inspired by sleep paralysis. Yeah, <laughs> which is like I don't mean to laugh at something that definitely sucked, but I was like, that is crazy, dude. No, no, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it is. It, it is very much like tongue in cheek and kind of humorous in a, in a mm. weird way. Like I told, um, so the story is um, at my old, fl- my now my old flat, which I recently just moved out of. Um, one night I had this uh, dream, but you know, when you're in a dream, you don't know it's a dream. You think mm. it's real. Um, that I was in my flat being chased around by a figure who I couldn't see, but he was like running around the house, running, uh, chasing me around the house and just laughing (laughs) like that, just like real scary horror film laugh. And so I run up to my room and I get in my bed and I can still hear him laughing. But then in that same moment, I wake up in real life and I can't tell any other, like it's sort of like this gray area between, is it a dream or is it, you know, am I awake now? And I was like sort of sleep paralysis and I could still hear the laughter. I realized I was awake. I could still hear the laughter. And I was like, what is going on? Okay. And then I like, I like got up out of my bed and I like sat on the edge of my bed and I'm like, okay, I'm definitely awake now. Like Mm. I'm pretty sure I'm awake, but I could just still hear like, (laughs) in the back, I'm like, what the fuck? 
going on? So um, I go out and then I, it's like 3 a.m. I check the time, it's 3 a.m. And I, I walk downstairs and um, it's my flatmates playing League of Legends downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> just being super, just being super loud. And I'm like, yo, guys, can we keep it down? It's like a Thursday night. And then... um. Anyway, like it was all good. They were, they were really respectful and stuff, and I, and, and, I, and I love those guys. But um, yeah, I wrote the song, and then I showed. Funnily enough, after because I I work on my music very much privately. I don't like to mm. show people anything till it's finished for the most part. And so, when it was finished, I showed one of my flatmates the song, um, and I played it, and he was like, "Yeah, man, that sounds cool, man." I'm like, you know what the song's about, right? And I told him the story, and yeah, he's yeah. like, "Wait, this is because of us." I'm like, "Yeah, man, you guys gave me gave me a good song, so or I, I think a good song, so." Yeah. Oh no! Don't stop, <laughs> stop being so like. It's a good song, dude. It is. A, it is a, a really uh, good song and some great visuals to pair with. It. Thank you, man. I, I mean, I I like I like my stuff, you know, and I think that's the that's the main thing. Is like if other people dig it too, that's awesome. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm really just sort of like I'm very selfish with my like the stuff that I make. I'm like I just want to make it so I can have it, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like that's the best art, right? Is like if you don't like it, don't put it out, man. Like yeah. if you don't like it, how are other people gonna like it? Absolutely. But yeah, man, you've got a few concerts coming up overseas, jet setting. It's gonna be cool, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, let's uh, let's go make some noise over in Oz, you know? Like, yeah, that's, man. That's the that's the these are things that showcases, so they're more like industry based. But um, I think they are open to the public as well. So hopefully, we see some of the. You know the Aussie homies coming through as well, but yeah, yeah should, be, should be dope, man. Bridge the gap, yeah. yeah. Get the, the 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 bond between us and Australia needs to be stronger. Hundred percent, and hundred um, percent. Nah, man. Congratulations on the release of your single. Congratulations on this upcoming shows that you've got. Oh, we're getting back into the show. Look, celebrity news can be a little. I don't know. It can be a little bad. Generally, lately in the news, when it comes to celebrities, it's not a lot of fun, as we have recently experienced with celebrities. And their fans, at least. <laughs> but I have one story about celebrities. That's just feel good, man. Sean Johnson, the man, the myth, the legend that he is. Uh, after the Warriors game over the weekend against, I believe it was they played the Dragons. I think um, somebody in the crowd asked if Sean Johnson could do a gender reveal for oh my him. God. Yeah, like was like, can you do? Can you do the gender reveal? And like you could see that like SJ was like a little hesitant, but like he went for it. Yeah, I respect it. It was what like he, a what did he do? It was like a ball. It was like shaped like a rugby ball by the looks of it. I couldn't really tell too much. It was like I saw a TikTok on it. Um, it looked like a rugby ball, and the guy just wanted Sean Johnson to kick it, and obviously, it would reveal the gender. It would like explode, which is a pretty cool thing, right? Getting Sean Johnson to kick the rugby ball, and it like blows up with the gender. Boom! The bro's having a girl. Sean Johnson seemed super excited about it. Like he was like really happy. You could tell he was like really honored, but I think at the same time he was like this is a lot of responsibility. Mm. Um, but uh, definitely not how I would plan a gender reveal. But yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, like, I'm saying that as like, that is an ingenious idea that is so creative to just like, take this. How do you think he got it past security? Is he like... He just bought in a ball. Yeah. It's a rugby game. I think you can bring balls in. I mean, I, I, I don't know how I feel about gender reveals. I find them a little bit weird. Congrats to the happy parents. Stoke for them. I find them a little bit weird. I never really got it. Um, I don't really know why, but if I was gonna have a gender reveal like for myself at this stage where mm. I would just like gender reveal that I am a cis woman, um, just check in if anyone was wondering. I would like to get maybe Beck Ronga to do it. Ooh, <laughs> if yeah. I was gonna get a celebrity to do a gender reveal for me. But how would she do it? Um, okay, I would want her so it's um she's playing beautiful collision, stuff from beautiful collision, mm. and then there's some sort of beautiful collision. And the colours come out. Nice. And everyone's like, oh my god, yay. Or back to BTS. I would want BTS to do it. And I'd want them to do a little dance. Mm. And then at the end, they would like reveal that they've got pink suits on underneath or something. Nice. That would be cute. What about your thoughts? Um, one of my favourite genres of gender reveals is the one that, uh, the ones that uh, start wildfires. Oh my gosh. They're like I did some see of my favourites. They're like, it's like, and they're always American. It's just like, we're going to shoot this high explosive in a very dry field. And it's going to reveal our child's gender. So you just want to set a big-ass I fire. I just want pure anarchy. No, if I the was most to pick destructive a... <laughs> gender reveal possible. If I was to pick a uh, celebrity, um, uh, the lady that threw the dildo at Stephen Joyce, I want her to throw... A dildo. A second dildo. Yeah. Seen, yeah. But not at, maybe if Stephen Joyce was like keen to jump in on it and he was like, it was like some fun thing and like she throws it and it explodes and it like reveals the gender. Or maybe like 
just I pay her to randomly one day throw at me a dildo coloured agenda. That's interesting. So, I like that. Yeah, and it's like, oh, blue boy! Do you know? know what? I would want uh, Israel Adesanya, right? And you know how he's got his anime body pillows? Yes. I would like for him to fight one of the anime body pillows who he calls his waifu. He's such a weeb, bro. He's worse <laughs> than me. Um, and then it would explode with the colour. Mm. Or he does like, yeah, I would like for him to get involved and do like an anime thing. Mm. Isn't it crazy that um, me and Israel Adesanya probably have more in common than you and Israel Adesanya? Yeah, probably. Isn't that crazy to you? That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, you need to get into the UFC. I'm telling you, there's so much here for you. There's <laughs> like, a lot of weebs. There's um, a lot of weebs. Maybe I could like. Now nah, you know what? I'll hold. I'd hold the balloon with the gender reveal uh, color in there, and I want um, Sunny Bill Williams to shoulder charge me. Cool. And then, and then, and then that's how we find out. I think that would be like a fun, interesting way of doing it. Yeah. I just. <laughs> Look, I just, like, I don't know. There's something about like violent gender reveals that just, that is a sub, that is such a cool subgenre. It's literally like, the most sort of my law thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> violent gender reveals. I'm all for it, dude. Like, yeah. Or um, one last one, my favorite one that I think is just inherently Auckland is um, shout out to my Bogan West Auckland community and they stick the gender reveal stuff in the tyre and then they do burnouts in their front yard. Yeah. That is actually culturally significant. Do that, that out the so heart as important. well. Yeah. You can never tell if it's like a dangerous thing or a gender reveal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now in gaming news, because I'm a gamer girl and this is my gamer girl podcast. <laughs> um, it's technically gaming news because it's Twitch news. And it's actually Twitch really interesting and really, really cool. Uh, Brox has been announced as Aotearoa's first Twitch ambassador, which means he's the first Twitch streamer in New Zealand to sort of get on that ambassadorship side of Twitch where yeah. Twitch itself pays you sometimes like shit loads of money to be streaming but he's uh, from Rotorua he's a carver he's been doing it since um, I think before 2020 but he got really popular in 2020 during lockdown and Jacinda Ardern appeared on his channel at one point yeah it was so cool because like every like he had one there was like a little clip that went viral of him people donated and he was like nah 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 like keep your donations like we're in lockdown like times are tough like hold on to your money and like um americans had never heard of such like just charitable behavior they were just like what what do you mean you don't want to keep your money like what like yeah and um he just went viral like uh, and not only that like we're talking like very viral like Every other Twitch streamer on the platform was talking about Brock's and reacting to that clip. It was huge. And he was sort of coined the most wholesome man on the internet. He is so wholesome. Very wholesome. Honestly, I've I've tried to get into Twitch because it seems like something I'd like, right? Like, Mm. by and large. Um, And it hasn't really worked out for me. I've tried to get into it, not really. But in lockdown, I do remember I watched, like, a couple of Brox's live streams because they were so, like, calming and, like, he he's quite gracious in, like, his education. Like, yeah. he teaches you quite a lot. He does, um, like, fakairo, like, the like, traditional carving. And mm. you, I learned, like, a fair bit about it. I didn't mm. know much about it. So it was really cool. But, um, yeah, first New Zealand Twitch ambassador. I'm sure there's someone out there, some gamers, real jealous right now. There's going to be, a, like, a whole division of, like, esports gamers who are like, Ooh. But Brock's... Rox is the man. He's the man. Shout out. I think I would have been huge on Twitch, but I kind of missed the boat. I'm a bit too old now. Because if you think about it like this, I could have sat there 48 48 hours. Oh, yeah. You have. Just playing Mini Metro, playing Heroes, whatever game. And I could just sit there in my little e-girl room, little low-cut top. I could have been huge. But I'm too scared because all these incels want me dead. Mm, That's unfortunate. It'd just be like that. I'm just a woman on the internet with an opinion who likes games. Oh, don't you dare... Be female and have an opinion on the I internet. Know. Don't you dare. How dare you, It's Evie? really evil of me. It's really dark-sided of me. Um, but yeah, that's, I, I think I could still do it. What do you reckon? Um, Did I miss the boat? Nah, I don't think there's... I mean, no. Because, I mean, actually, you, you raise a really good platform. 
how old are like most of the Twitch streamers? I feel like they're between like twenty and twenty-five. If you're talking about the men or the women, because the men they go, they're like all they're 30s, up to like thirty, and all the women eh, are like twenty-two yeah, and getting that's... like stalked and doxxed and swatted and whatever else they do to women on that platform. <laughs> but... Like I thought, you know, like personally, like Omegle was too much for me. I don't think I could do Twitch. Omegle just... was, yeah. Our I... parents really should have been monitoring that situation. I went live on Instagram once and I did not have fun. Really? Like just the idea of like, just like me and my personal life. Coming into work and doing live stuff, different. My personal life live just felt really, I don't know, just felt a bit invasive for me. Oh, well, I'm still going to try to stream in, guys. Tune in. Yeah. My gaming tag is Crimson Phoenix. You Look me up on Steam. Crimson Phoenix? Yeah, I made it when I was 14. Holy Because <laughs> I had red hair. Nice. <laughs> and I spelt it wrong. Did you? <laughs> spell wrong. Oh. I spelled Phoenix wrong. But look me up. I can't spell Phoenix. Play some games. Worry some, about it. Play some mini Metro, bro. Yeah. Like, I'll zombie. like pitch it to you. Like I'll be like, I don't pitch it by the um, don't pitch it by the zombie in fiction because people might not get those cuts. Pitch it by the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in. are we talking Twenty Eight Days Later Zombie? <laughs> Walking Dead. Are we zombies. talking Walking Dead Zombies? Are we talking? What was the one? Was it Land of the Dead where the zombies were like using machine guns and driving cars? Yeah. 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 Land of the Dead's awesome though. Um. Zombie land zombies. Zombie land zombies. All right, I can open if you like. I feel you. All right, go. This is your moment, Evie. Your moment. Bring it home. Something we've all thought about in our lives uh, is what would I do in a zombie apocalypse? And one thing about men is whatever. If you, oh, you're like, hey, do you think you could fly a plane? Do you think you could like save a helicopter going down? Do you think you'd survive a zombie apocalypse? The answer from from a man is always going to be yes. It's always yes. Every they always man... do believe they're going to survive. And I've thought about my zombie survival plan a lot. Mm. I really, really have considered a lot of things. Um, and I've always, I've actually been interested for ages what yours is. And I'm waiting to ask you on the show because, I don't know, I just figured it's going to be really entertaining. But before we get into the our zombie apocalypse plans... Do we need to figure out what sort of zombies we're working with because the plan changes based on the type of zombies. So you've sort of got your 28 Days Later zombies. They're mm. running really fast. Yeah. Feral vibes. Mm. Um, you've got your slow zombies like um, Shaun of the Dead zombies. Yeah. Dumb zombies. That's all. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead. Mm. Sure. Yeah. All the same. Same yeah. thing. And then you've got, you know, like uh, Walking Dead zombies. Um, who like sometimes can climb, sometimes they can, they can open a door. Uh, the ex zombies that like pile on each other and climb up. Oh, of stuff. what was it? Yeah. yeah. What 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 zombies do you want to? I feel like we should go with the classic George Romero like Walking Dead zombie where they're just slow, they walk, and they're the they're the living dead. I feel like that's okay. we're gonna start there because running zombies. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I'm not living through that shit, man. You're not gonna survive running zombies. I, like, look, I've been working on cardio, but I don't have cardio to run from something that doesn't need to breathe. Yeah. I'm that is you. probably the most terrifying part of zombies. I don't even run for the bus. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So, like, it's just, uh, yeah, running zombies, I'm going to keep it a buck. I'm dying. Mm. Like, all the way. So let's stick to the one where I think I can have some fun. Slow right? zombies. Okay, here's what I would do. Zombie apocalypse. The zombies are dumb. The zombies are slow. Mm. The thing with me is, right... Keeping me alive in those initial stages of the zombie outbreak is a challenge. I am a liability. I don't like running. I get very grumpy if I'm hungry. Mm. Um, I can't just stop and take like a little break. Mm. And um, I'm not good at shooting a gun. I have awful aim and minimal fighting experience. So keeping me alive is really hard, but I'm going to pitch you why you should keep me alive. Okay. When we get into that rebuilding phase, mm. you know, we're in that bit, we're making a new society, you need me. Mm. You need me. You need to keep me alive for the diplomacy stuff at the end. Like, you know in uh, Last of Us, mm. uh, Melanie Linsky's character? Yeah. That's, yeah. You need me for that sort of stuff. I haven't seen the end. Oh, you haven't finished it? No. Okay. Not but you know how she's, like, in charge? Yeah, but she's... Evil. Yeah. Yeah. You're okay with that? Well, I don't know whose side is going to be on whose in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I'm not going to join the side that's winning. Okay. That's like, what, I'm that's, sorry. That's, like, I, I, it's life or death. I'm sticking with whoever kept me alive because it's going to be hard to keep me alive. Mm. Really hard. Mm. Genuinely. I, I don't want to understate how difficult it's going to be to keep me alive. Mm. But you should keep me alive 
so that I can be part of the management of the new society. Mm. And also I would stockpile sanitary products nice. and that would be my bartering tool. That's because good... worth their weight in gold in an apocalypse situation, where are you buying a tampon? What, mm. from a zombie? Girl, no, I got them. I got all the stock. I stole it first week. I stole it right away. What's your plan? Other than keeping me alive, what's your plan? I, uh, I've always liked the idea of just going full Mad Max. Yeah. And just having like a like starting an arena. I've always liked that idea. Like I just start a gladiator arena, and everybody just fights zombies in my gladiator arena. I invite celebrities to. I mad. All right. Imagine this. Sean Johnson just tackling zombies. That would be cool. The, entertainment, right? Like, but how do you I feel get like... there? How do you survive to the point where you've gathered the materials to build a gladiator mm. ring, mm. round up all the zombies in a safe way, mm. and then found all the celebrities to throw into the ring? There's, I think we're just missing some of the missing preliminary planning. Look, of this I've, look, I've got it covered. All right, I've got, I've got. Uh, like, not only like, well, I like quite some, like, like to be. If I'm being sincere here. I grew up hunting. I've lived in Samoa. I know how to grow stuff. I know how to survive in a bush. I know how to hunt. I know how to use firearms and knives. And I know great medical and things like that. So, like, I, I think I sincerely on that regard, I think I'm good. My mistake is going to be um, I'm probably just going to be too nice, you know? Aww. I'm going to be like, oh, man, this dude, this dude's like, needs help. And then he's going to be like, ha, surprise, ambush. And that's going to be... You know, so if I can get past those initial stages, you know, build up some mistrust, um, I think the arena will be happening. And I, I have my eyes set on Mount Eden. Like, oh, the stadium. Yeah, yeah. I have my, like, yeah, I got my eyes set. I'm dreaming big. I'm dreaming big arena. I'm dreaming monster trucks, Sean Johnson, spear tackles. I'm moving into the new market, Westfield. Doing a Dawn of the Dead sort of... Tr- Remember that show, Tribe? Yeah, but, I'm doing okay. that sort of All thing. All right, let me we're just no, pitch one we, thing we, before we, we close up. Zombies get into Newmarket Westfield, and you're like, I need to escape. And you're like, oh, where's the exit? But that's the thing. <laughs> They're going to get confused trying to get in. They're not going to figure out that car park. They're like, wait, People these who are zombies can't go. figure out that car park. They're going to be completely confused. And then we'll get the perimeter sort of sorted out with other people that know how to do stuff and whatever. But I could do a chainsaw thing. <gasps> like Chainsaw Man. Mm, you know, well, chainsaws. Yeah. yeah, two chainsaws each hand, and then one on a helmet on my head. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Good thinking. Got Good it. Thinking. Solved. Easy. But, but I do think I could land a plane. Also, you do think you could, I land, do plane, think yeah. I could land a plane? I don't think you can. <laughs> On the show, we usually are interviewing, um, you know, whether it be musicians, community leaders, um, just young people doing cool things. And today, it's really exciting because one of the young people doing cool things, that cool thing, is working for us, working with us here on the Tahi. Our illustrious guests today, Evie, please introduce them. This is Wai Mirirangi. Yay! Hi! Please introduce yourself to the wonderful listeners of the Tahi. Um, kia ora, yeah, my name's Waimiri Rangi. Um, huri tēnei no Ngāpuhi me Ngāti Kahunguni ki Wadarapa. So I'm from Ngāpuhi, up north in Utakura, and then I'm from Ngāti Kahungunu, um, which is in Wadarapa. I actually haven't lived in either of those towns, though, but I have lived in, like, six cities on, or towns around the country, but not those ones yet. So, yeah, I think I'm a well-rounded citizen of Aotearoa because of all the places I've lived, you know? It's your favourite place you've lived in Aotearoa? That's a hard question. Like, it would be between Tauranga and Wellington. And the reason I can't choose is because I lived in Tauranga for, like, four months and Wellington for, like, ten years. So I got more time to create, like, you know, good memories in Wellington. But Tauranga was so good. I'm definitely going to, like, try to go back there one day when the prices come down because it's ridiculously expensive to live there. But, Yeah. It's bougie out in Tauranga, right? It is it's bougie. bougie. I didn't know it was bougie, and I went there for the first time, and I was like, wow, yeah, guys, no. okay. Yeah, so okay. And everyone's, like, happy, because, like, you just go to the beach after work, and the sun's out. Life just feels feels good in Tauranga, yeah. Um, there's something that I think you need to defend yourself on here, oh, which yeah. is that Waimirirangi is a big fan of the Big Bang Theory, controversially. Um, and not everyone... People really hate that there's, show. There are, like, people that are very passionate about disliking the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, well, I see, I wouldn't say I'm a big fan, but, like, because <laughs> that was me. No, I no, was no, like, no. Commit, commit. <laughs> go, go, go. Right? I was like, yeah, nah, nah, what is this? But I got into it 
because my partner got me into it and it's actually I got a, like I actually like shows where there's like that cued laughter like friends what else is there the, or like the a laugh track like yeah we're at the ba- background they've got a bit of laughing going on yeah so Big Bang Theory nah it's actually good like Sheldon I thought was real annoying but now he's grown on me and yeah I'm watching it every day and this is my second time watching it. My partner's watched it five times. So wow, so, yeah. we should add a laugh track to this show because I yeah. quite I quite like a laugh track. I can't like tell me when to laugh. Like yeah, tell me when it's funny. It and even actually, if it's not funny, I'm like ha, ha, ha. exactly. Like sometimes it's not even funny, but yeah, because I've heard the laughing, then I'm like joining in. I'm like oh, I don't even know what they said, but like, everyone's laughing. <laughs> We're having Wait, a great have time. Have you given a young Sheldon a watch then? Nah, see, I still don't like young Sheldon, but okay. maybe who knows? I'll watch like a few episodes. I might get into. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe my mind will change on the young Sheldon. Yeah, but I've started Suits now, which is like... Oh, Suits is... I'm like 10 years behind, but... Oh, oh with, no, um, with did, Meg's. Yeah. Megan yeah. Markle's yeah. show. Oh, I haven't I seen it. I only just started... I, I, I just watched that series like earlier this year, and I was like, yeah, there's a, it's a really good show. Harvey, Harvey, Harvey Speckman? Spectre. 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 Yeah, yeah, Harvey yeah. Spectre is a cool-ass dude. Yeah, he is... He's got steez. He's handsome ass, by the way. I think he's just I'm, like like I, the, I sometimes I just look at a dude and I'm like, yeah, I see it. Same. <laughs> we all have something in common. I think this dude's hot ass. Like, um, tell us what type of music you like, Mitty. What's going on? Oh, a bit of a mix. I'd say R and B is like always been like my go-to. But I did grow up like around Kapaka and stuff, so I've got, I love my white Māori. But I also like girly girl pop music, like Ariana Grande. What else? I don't know. <laughs> um, sometimes a bit of country, like Ooh. Wagon Wheel. Have you heard Wagon Wheel? Sometimes. Hardcore country. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> any Bob Marley in there, you'll be 40? Oh, yeah, Bob Marley. What would be my go-to song for Bob Marley? The first song I learned how to play on the guitar was a Bob Marley song. Yes. What's the name of it? The dun, 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 dun. Um, oh, now I'm forgetting it. I don't, not a guitarist. I know the one you're talking about, though. Yeah, yeah. I, just, um, oh, I love that, pirates. like, just about every Māori person I know in their house is a flag of Bob Marley. And I'm just like, because yeah. he's born on... Waitangi Day? Is he? I think, I think yeah, yeah, because one, oh, one yeah. love always ties up with yeah. um, Waitangi Day. Because he loved this place. Uncle Bob is the, Uncle like, Bob. go-to garage party songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For yeah. real. <laughs> like, outside of, like, um, reggae and stuff like that, um, or just looking more modern, what are some local artists that you're really enjoying at the moment? Um... This might be biased, but I like Jordan with a Y because she's one Not of biased, my. She's great. Yeah, she's one of my kayako at my Tideo Māori course that I'm doing. Aww. So yeah, I love her her waita and Mohi too, um, and I've always loved Six Sixty. But the, yeah, nice. It's just like, it's part of That's, being. In New Zealand. Yeah. You have to. If you're you from New Zealand, to. they're yeah. just in your. Even if you don't like Six Sixty, you secretly kind of like Six Sixty. Yeah. Like I like roots goes like do not forget them like yeah. they were right do not forget your roots mm. my friend or your family like don't you dare like yeah, and exactly. I won't okay. I never would. Can I tell you a story about Six Sixty? Well, it's also with Drex Project. This is another reason why I love them. So. When me and my partner first started dating, he sent me the link to the Drex Project Catching Feelings song as like oh, a hint, yeah, like, yeah. oh, he's catching feelings. Yeah. And then later that year, we went to 660 concert, Drex Project was opening it up. They sang Catching Feelings, and it was the first time we told each other we love each other was when that song was playing. So that's like oh, the song. Okay. Yeah. That is so And I, and I messaged like every band member in 660 and Drex Project to be like, can you give my partner a shout out when you sing this song? <laughs> it's our song. But yeah, no one saw it. That's all right. We're going to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. One Harry knows happen. Drax. He'll make yeah. it happen. Oh, there we go. Come Not on, Harry. Harry. He knows Drax. He'll make that happen. Surely. we got to make that We got to make that happen. Yeah. There's got to be perks to working for Tahi. Yeah, it's gotta exactly. Got to find your perks. Yeah. What's your JD looking like? My what? what? Your job description. Oh, it's looking good. It actually was very... Young and cool, like hip job description. <laughs> it was like do cool things, be digitally savvy, and I'm like, yeah, yes. this is the language. Did you write that? Well, no, one of the things <laughs> of a job description literally says like make cool stuff, and I was like, yes. yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, it's great to have you here, Waimarirangi. Yeah. I'm really excited for more people to get to know you, you. and to do more fun stuff on the show. Um, but for now, please leave our listeners with one nugget of wisdom. Oh, one nugget of wisdom. <laughs> this is so Jacinda. Be kind. Be kind and stay home. <laughs> <laughs> Be kind and stay home. Uh, also, just a special mention... Um, uh, Waimerirangi's first piece of work was published on uh, the Tahis Instagram page that is a story regarding Brox please check it out give it a like uh, and we'll be looking forward to seeing more work from her it's nearly all the time we have for today's show but just quickly um, do you see the thing about the West Point it's like a um, military training camp um, or base I suppose in America um, they found this statue they dug it up um, and underneath the statue, there was a time capsule that is roughly 200 years old. And they set up this big, grand, like, evening. They had live streams. They had special guests there. They had, like, the top brass of the military there to open this time capsule. Crack that bad boy up. Nothing inside. Nothing? Nothing. So had someone already, like, looted it? Or there was I, nothing to begin with? I or? think it was the longest-running practical joke. I think that... I think that some just imagine you're an 18 year old dude about to be shipped off to war and you're like you know what would be funny a time capsule with nothing fake in time it. capsule yeah got you that is something i would do like that i just love the idea they've managed to track like apparently inside of the box there was like a manufacturing place and things like that and there was a bunch of soot and they're wondering if maybe something was in there and it just degraded over time but it was just so funny that they had set up this big elaborate evening it was a packed out like like space in this theater and then they cracked it open they're like so what you found he goes there's some dust how embarrassing there's a lot of money wasted in in celebrating something that didn't happen oh hilarious if you were gonna do a time capture what would you chuck in it um uh ooh like when do I want it opened 50 years 50 years, a roll of film um, that I've taken photos on, but they're all uh, mid-2010 selfie poses Love it. of me. So Love it's like it. me going like, you know, like pouting duck lips and mm. things like that. Um, my rat's tail. Nice. I still have it. I'd put that in there for sure. Um, and then what's something that's like inherently like early 2000s? What was that guy from What Now? Was it Sticky TV? And he had the um, bucket hat with the orange visor. Oh yeah, on yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I put one of those hats in there. I would. Um, and packets and Sam's. I would just chuck in a bunch of like photos of celebrities you didn't know knew each other. You know, because oh. it's already it's like a great BuzzFeed article, but yeah. in fifty years it would be even funnier. Mm. You know, it would mm. be great. Um, I would also chuck in what's going on these days. Chuck in some COVID masks. <laughs> oh, yes. Remember these? Some rapid tests. Yeah, remember some these? Rats. Yes. Well, not remember, you should be still rapid testing you if you're sick. Should, you should definitely you still be doing it. You should rat test. Um, so we're going to leave you to go and check your symptoms and get tested um, for COVID and whatever else. And you might have what I have, dumb idiot disease. It's good to check it out, guys. It's a good thing that uh, depression isn't contagious because your boy is. Anyway, we'll see you. Oh, my God. Uh, we'll see Until you. Until we see you. Tofasui <laughs> <laughs> for and... Kaki, see you next Tuesday. Yay. Yay.